0: what's up welcome to another episode of the straight Facts podcast i'm your host mac yo you got that on the mic man it's been a while i mean i know we've been we always say life is happening man life being in. um but we back um trying to trying to stay consistent i guess that's the biggest thing about podcasting is trying to find your balance um just trying to find a rhythm it's a lot of things to talk about but a lot of times you know i mean life happens so
1: yeah man it's it's been a while for us you know we've been neglecting the people <laughs> as we should say but um you know both of us and family and you know kids and stuff we, we we try to get it in where we fit it in
0: yes sir i think this this episode right here we should have did it probably, what, like two weeks ago
1: yeah um, two weeks ago man
0: but you know it's never late uh nah, never late than never i guess they would say um so you know this topic this today's topic is gonna be about father's day um man happy father's day to you ted yeah Happy belated father's day man you know yeah. you're brand new to it <laughs> two times you two times I one time man it feels like a champ. it feels like a championship everybody kept on asking me like after father's day how was it i was like honestly it was probably like the best feeling in the world um it's almost like winning a championship for real because that's probably the best title you could have so yeah, man. Especially you know
1: when the, when you're on your kids and you they they're happy that it's Father's Day and you know, um, they just make you know Aubrey made a couple of things for me. You know, a couple um fold, uh what is it like cards and Chance made some stuff. So you know all that homemade uh, love was, was was good and you know we don't really get that every day, but. That one day that we we get showered with gifts is is a fantastic day. <laughs> nah,
0: for us it definitely was special. I think this this year was really my first year. But my wish was um, just to stay home. Cassie kept on asking me, "What do I want?" I mean, we went out to dinner the day before, but I think I just wanted to stay home on Father's Day. Um, it was just the three of us. We just relaxed. Um, I slept a lot, huddled with my little boy um as y'all know he's three months right now going on four so we at that stage where we just you know big cuddle sessions um I wouldn't trade it for the world um I mean and like it's the best best like I said man it's the best thing in the world best title I've had I won championships and it's the best championship I could ever have is right now being a dad um so just to move the conversation forward um I mean I know you touched you touched a little bit on it, but tell me about your Father's Day experience. Um, not this year, but give me like the first time dad experience.
1: Yeah, man, first time dad was what twenty seventeen. Uh, well, really twenty eighteen, since my daughter's born at the end of December. It's just been great, you know. Um, I kind of felt like you, as far as like want to stay home, do something low key. Not really want to be out, but just enjoy the actual family time. Um, and to get that every year from, what, since for what five, five years now, going on six years, it's like awesome. It, it always surprises me. They always come up with something different, something new. Um, I get things that I don't even know I need, but I end up using <laughs> like water, right? So uh, it's just a blessing to have that and to be around and for them to see that you know i'm here and that i'm happy that to spend that time with them on that day and that really concern myself with the whole going out and the festivities that most people will want to do like restaurants and stuff like that like i said i would just like you just in the crib let's watch a movie let's relax eat some popcorn and enjoy that family time and you know continue building that bond yeah for
0: sure that's real you know, like me, um, this experience is so brand new, man, like never had my dad in my life. Yeah, I had like male figures like my grandfather um, coaches, but it's not the same. Like being a dad now or being, you know, being a first-time father, first-time dad, the fig- the male figures in my life, even though I love them to death, it's not the same, right? It's not, the feeling is not the same. And just just me going through it this year for the first time, I was like, so brand new I mean just even fatherhood in general was like brand new like I don't know what to expect like you know what I'm saying like I always tell Cassie like I'm learning on the fly like it's things that and she'd be like how you know this I'm like I'm doing my research like I gotta go online mm-hmm. and like you know I mean, or talk to you talk to my other guys who are fathers and you know I mean so it, it was so brand new to me because I didn't know what to expect I mean you know I've lived through what I'm 30 now lived through 30 father's days and it's just like oh happy father's Day to all my bros who got kids but it's never you know so having to feel it for myself I think that was like I said man it was the greatest thing Till this day I every time I just go to sleep I'm like man I need father's day for next year and next
1: year <laughs> yeah
0: me just <laughs> thinking down the line to you know <laughs> I mean me thinking down the line to more kids and just how much more this becomes a routine for me because you know I'm gonna be there like, we ain't no dead beef dads, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing that, like I said, I ain't had my father in my life, so I know for sure I'm always going to be in my kids' lives. There's no negotiation for that. So Yeah,
1: man. Like, likewise, like, you know, I think we come from a, a similar background with the, the male figures that are in our life and what we learned. And when my kid was born, I my biggest thing was to be what I never got. And, and it's not like I was deprived, right? Like, I don't know who my dad is. Like, All he came right. around here or there. Like you said, I had my grandfather. That's pretty much like my dad. He raised me to be who I am. He taught me the ins and outs, family and everything like that. For well, sure, same here. It's always that little small part that you want to do more for your child that was never done for you. To leave them, to leave them, or to have them uh, be successful, and you know, in their lives, and and, and it's going to keep going on, right? It's going to be generation to generation. Your first one, lucky you, was a boy. <laughs> so, you know, mine was a girl. So you know, sh- I'm showering her with love, like right. So my thing as a father is, I'm going to shower her with love, so no man can come and say, oh look, I'm taking you to a beach, and she thinking it's like, oh wow, you know what I mean? Like my daughter is she'd been to a thousand beaches already like she's good right yeah so when i get to my son i'm gonna try to teach him or give him the love from a male figure that i'm not saying i was neglected of having but i didn't really have or really didn't understand
0: right right and coming from your biological
1: yeah coming from my biological dad like like i said me and my dad we we cool we have conversations we're good but you know he had to do what he had to do and I, I went a different way and you know was raised by my grandfather so for my son when he gets older there's going to be mistakes that I have done that he's not going to like that he's going to change for his son or his kids right so it's just uh, like parenthood fatherhood it's just a revolving door like they like they say like uh you know in sports of like man the real is already created you can never recreate the will. Right, right, no doubt. With fatherhood and with parenthood, it can always be recreated by changing one variable.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely feel it. Like I said, I felt the same way, you know, just growing up without my dad. Then when I, you know, getting older, I, I started to see, oh, a few of my boys don't have their dads in their life. So we start understanding why dads are not there. And you're like, okay, you know, start making little excuses for them. Um, I think that was me up to the point where, I think the first time I met my dad, I was graduating with my master's. That was like 2018. And he mm-hmm. came to my graduation. I'm like, okay, you know, you know, just... But I think having a kid, I reverted back to like, I don't understand why fathers don't be in their kids' lives. Like, nothing makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you have. I mean, even if you're in prison, we've seen prison dads still be in their kids' lives. So yeah, one thing that I told myself... And I mean, this just went out to like everybody, family, friends. I would never put myself in the same category with deadbeats. That means I don't hang out with deadbeats. If you don't take care of your kids, if you don't, none of that, like we're not cool. I'm calling you out on it. So like I said, just watching you, watching a couple of my boys like Travis, Eddie, I mean, um, it was great just seeing them become fathers before me. And I'm like, you know what? Those are great people, great men, great fathers. And like I said, we, you know, raising our kids right, which is what we're trying to do out here. Because, you know, you see the way that society is going right now um, with absent fathers and what's going on, the trickle down effect that it causes on kids lives. So that was the biggest, um, you know, biggest promise I made to myself was, man, I'm always going to be there and it's never going to be an excuse why I'm not there. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, Um, man. And that's and that's the most important thing as a father um because believe it or not we make or we break the household right and it's it is not like you know not taking away from our ladies our women's or single parents and cause my mom was a single mom she did a hell of a good job raising me as well
0: same year but
1: as a man we can impose a different feeling a different attitude a different behavior right um and our young men or women's lives as well. Um, but I, I definitely do. I do feel you on that. I feel the same way. You know, I ain't going to support a beat. We're not going to go out and get drinks and have all that. Like, nah. We'll take it, we man. Did, man. So, of so pretty much, man, like for you, so since we're getting on to the lesson of, you know, fatherhood and stuff and how we came up, um, question for you, man, like what are the most like, formative memories like that you had as a child or a teenager you know that that made you become who you are today like married have a kid and you know do a lot for the community like what what motivated you into on that
0: man I think it's just like watching watching my coaches especially high school like my high school coaches like and they were all like fathers at that point great men and just watching how much they poured into us like just not not me alone but just like I guess my brothers, you know what I'm saying? It was like, we needed rides to practice, training camp. My coach is picking me up at 6 a.m. You know what I'm saying? That man has to drive across town, pick me up, take me to school, drop me back off. So like just seeing how much sacrifice they made for me, like, and that's why even going back to coaching, that's why I always did it. Cause I was like, you know, what's a lot of, I've watched a lot of people like pour into my cup. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It would be selfish for me not to pour into somebody else's cup. And then especially now I have a kid, like it would be selfish for me not to give him the things that the people who were not even my father gave me, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. I always tell people the most, how do you spell love for a kid? It's not L-O-V-E, it's T-I-M-E, time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm going to give him all that time. That's, that's because again, I, I kept on reading a couple of quotes. I was like, the only person who remembers you, the only person who remembers that you work late at your job is your kids. You yeah. I mean? And so it was, that's that's when I so when I think about that whole concept of like my coaches put in so much time in me that it was only right for me to put in time into other kids who were not even my kids giving back to like the community and stuff and then now me having a son the same thing putting that time in and giving him you know showing him that and like even my grandfather you know I'm saying like he had a lot of stuff going on but he one thing he always did was sit me down and like talk to me about becoming a man you know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm young. I don't understand it. and mm-hmm. I, Not that I didn't understand it. I didn't want to hear it at that point. Um, Because, you know, it was just like a foreign language to me. Because obviously I wanted to be a kid and he's talking about being a man. But now I see what he was talking about. Oh, I see how he prepared me for now. Having a family, getting married, having a kid, you know, just moving life forward. Um, All those things that he instilled in me, I see them now and I'm like, you know what? This is what he was trying to get me ready for you know what I'm saying yeah man like I think
1: it's for a lot of us with single moms um when coaches stepped up I had a yeah. coach also coach Gardner when I was at White Oak pick me up for basketball practice football practice man that's that's back in the day when the excursions had like five rows man he had a whole team in that drink nah for real and that's something I wouldn't forget. Um, and that's why, you know, I ended up starting a football team out silver spring and coaching those boys and picking them up and taking them to football games, taking them to professional football games. you know, doing so much because it's like, this is what got me on a narrow path. And, you know, made me who I am today. And and it's kind of like trying to save face, right? Like, right. we, We have these kids and we try to save them as much as we can, even though we know they're not our kids, but, if we can be the best us and be the best role model for them, maybe they'll mold their ways after us and always re- and always will remember us. Unfortunately, it's not a hundred percent data, right? It's not a hundred percent guarantee. Like you're gonna have one or two to fall off and go do what they want to do. But you know, all thing we to do is pray. <laughs> give them how you know, give them the love that we got from our coaches. How we giving it to them, but. Going back to our family, that love is different for our kids.
0: Right, right,
1: right. I can't fill your glass up of water if I can't even fill my daughter or my son's glass up. You know, mm-hmm. overfill it. I exactly. gotta overfill their glass to fill yours. Right. So, um, the best thing I guess for me that that helped me out was the change in job scenery that I have. Same job, but just to the same change of scenery. I get home earlier. Um, now that I'm not coaching. Like going to my daughter's dance recitals, you know, taking her to dance and taking her to tennis and taking her to, to chair, you know, trying to get chance and some more stuff, sitting here playing action figures, right? So I'm trying to overfill their cup. But at the same time, I still got love for these kids that I'm filling their cup. But it's 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 hard, man. Father fatherhood is hard. And you always, like you said, time. You gotta <laughs> find that time. And I never, I never really understood it until just recently. Right. Like my daughter's five years old. Like time wasn't of the essence. I wasn't thinking about time. I thought I was given a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I probably can give a little bit more time, but coaching and doing all that took a lot of time away. Right. You know? So, um, you know, for you to put that thing, like, you know, love is time that I never really thought about that. And, and yeah. Yes. I heard it, but, that's what I have started doing literally this year. I think this year they probably got more time out of me than they got their whole life.
0: That's good, man. Like I said, that's, that's really the goal, man. Cause it's like, you gotta be there. You gotta be present. Um, It doesn't matter about, it. you know, it could be the smallest things. They're going to remember it for the rest of their lives. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Vulnerable moment for me right now is bro. I don't know how to swim. People be like, hey, you don't know how to swim. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to swim. I don't know how to ride a bike. My dad wasn't there to teach me. You know what I'm saying? That's stuff that you, you, a lot of, when I talk to a lot of my boys, I'm like, who taught you how to ride a bike? My dad? Well, mine wasn't there. So how was I going to learn how to ride a bike? My mom can't do everything. So, yeah. um, but that's just, you know, here or there, but, you know, just moving the conversation forward, um, you know, um, from my end, I well, to you, uh, what was the biggest challenge of like fatherhood, I should say?
1: Um, I think the biggest challenge was providing, right? Now it's, I'm providing for another human being. So my lifestyle has to change. My uh, thought process had to change and I had to learn how to take care of a young one, right? Like we all grew up with brothers and sisters, so it's nothing taking care of them, doing their hair, changing their pamper, or, you know, watching the baby while mom go to work. Like that's easy, but when it's yours, it's like God, dang, like yeah, like we three o'clock in the morning make a bottle. Like man, to do wet again, this girl wet again. Like she hungry, so I think that's the biggest challenge is. um you have a human being that you're responsible for a hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And no, you know, the rest of that.
1: your life. And you
0: have to understand that. Yeah. I definitely feel that being selfless, Um, you know, I've had a couple and i said I'm only three months in. So like just being selfless is like the biggest thing to me is, you know, like you, like you said, man, you got to sacrifice sleep, sacrifice time, sacrifice money. um, And that's all things that I'm willing to sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? I'll make sure that, he gets everything he needs and I don't care. I don't really care about what I have. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure that he has it. And as long as he has it and he's good, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? We can figure mm-hmm. out the rest. Um, Cause you know, that's just how it is. Um, I think another, another challenge for me is like just getting my mind to a state, like a resting state. Cause I'm in this like constant worry. You know what I'm saying? Like being black in America, um, raising a black son, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm always in a constant worry, like, what if this happens? What if this happens? Like it's almost like staying in like a dangerous mentality, you know what I'm saying? I'm like i I gotta be on the I gotta be on go right now because this might happen, this might happen. I, and again, all those things in my head could never happen or they might never happen, but I also I just have to worry about it. and I've never been a big you know worried person, but I think that was like the biggest thing the first few his first like two months, man. I was just like in a constant state of worry, like. And I guess that's just the protector in me or the protector in being a father, being a dad, is you have to constantly worry about things, you know, and figure out if this goes wrong, I have a solution for it. I have this. So I think that was like my biggest thing. But, you know, um, I just got myself to that mode of, man, I'm going to deal with things as they come. Um, Yeah. Like you can't never pre-plan, man. Right. Right. I think
1: I think think, uh, parenting is a on the on the go. Right. Because you can plan it this way, but something comes in and throw it all off, and you gotta readjust just like that. Yeah. So I think it's just a revolving door of learning every day. Um, especially like like I say, you three months in, man. Wait till you start walking. Oh and man, I gotta on. put all these oh, gates up.
0: then
1: I'm
0: baby proofing the crib right now,
1: man. Wait, wait till you start like picking up stuff off the floor. You're gonna be like, Oh damn, I gotta get all this stuff off the floor. Because we just, you know, we know what should be done or shouldn't be done. Mm. But it's like, those, these babies are getting smarter.
0: Right, they getting
1: bigger. Yeah. They they are, most of them are independent. Yeah, I'm telling Almost you. It's like, you know, how can I find a way to fit in for you at this moment? Yeah. And you got to let, let them grow, right? Like, even though that, you know, me and you we was raised pretty much by our grandfathers. You know, no fathers really had an input in our lives. Just moms and and grand and grandparents, aunts and probably uncles here and there. Mm-hmm. But we gotta allow them to make their mistakes, so learn from it, right? So just like you, I have a worry. Like we live in a a different area, right? Like we live in an area that isn't populated with a lot of black people. So mm-hmm. once my son gets older, he's gonna have to go out and. And learn how to move. Like yep. I'm never gonna let him. I'm never gonna tell him not to be himself. Mm-hmm. You always gonna be yourself. If they don't accept you, we gonna move it on. Like peace. Like you don't know, accept me. It is what it is. But I have to let him make his mistakes to teach him that lesson. Because if I still, if I, I try to install it, instill it into him now, like install it into him now his brain, I might mess up his thinking of other people. no nah, that's a fact. It, so um I think that worry that we have and everything is just a learning curve for them because we want them to understand the world. But we never know the world may change. It hasn't changed in my 35, 34 years on this planet. <laughs> but you know, the, I hope so. You know, no. it may change to what the fact is they may be teaching us some stuff.
0: Yeah, I hope they be.
1: might be changing our perspective. And and that's the great thing about fatherhood. In general, if you have a daughter or a son, whatever, you will learn from your kids once they start getting older.
0: Yep, nah, for real. Like I said, I'm learning. I'm learning right now on the go and learning things that I thought I knew about being a father, which I really didn't know. But, you know, neither here nor there. But it's, like I said, it's just one of those things where it's a good worry. Um, and I'm just making sure that, like, you know, my biggest thing, like I, I'll go back to saying it again, is time. And I'm making sure that I'm putting that time in. Um, I'm not missing anything like I don't care what it is Um, everything else is secondary right now um, Mm -hmm. to to, you know the needs of my son the needs of my wife the house needs and family and everything so that's that's super big for me um but yeah I mean that, that is the biggest thing
1: um but like speaking about fatherhood man like what what mistakes have you made or um that you came that, that you came across that you'll probably try to prevent your son from even having to deal with or any kid might be, you know, if you have a daughter down the road or another son down the road, um, to prevent him or to help him overcome a mistake that he might make that
0: that might be similar to yours. Uh, broke and have four girlfriends. <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing, well, I'm really not playing. But I'm yeah. playing. But no, you know, I mean, just, I think just I think the wives. Mister, yeah, man, look, man, he, he, he can do whatever he does. He just has to treat everybody right. Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing is just, um, man, ah. Uh, I don't know it, it's kind of hard because like the mistakes I made I need I felt like I needed to make them to for me to be here so it's kind of yeah. like like I could tell him like oh don't be in the street but you know I grew up on Belle Prix the kid is not going to grow up on Belle Prix so it's kind of you know what I'm saying like he yeah. doesn't have that that dynamics to work around um, but I, I think the biggest thing will be just man be respectful have good grades and, and I mean that's that's really it
1: yeah, I think that's the biggest one for me as well is grades, right? Like when I was in high school, like I had summer school, I had night school, but I think if I would apply myself more, I might I might be further ahead than what I am, you know, so that that's one thing I'll tell them. Also school, right? Like I got back into school late. Um next semester, fall semester, I'll be done and I'll be graduating with my master's from USC.
0: And congrats, oh, that's a big time.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. So, like, for that, I want my kids, you know, to know, like, look, there ain't no time limit to do anything. You have the time, you need to do it. Especially if you ain't got to work. Like, I'm trying to set these kids up where they ain't got to work. Only they need to focus on the school grades. I got everything else as long as I'm breathing. So.
0: Yeah, now nah, that's real, no doubt. Like I said, man, just... Stay in school, get your grades, and be respectful. Um, and and I think one thing I'm always gonna tell my dad, is, and I see I mean, I say my dad, shoot, man, my son <laughs> as a dad. One thing I'm always gonna tell him, and I seen it on um, you know, LeVar Ball when he was talking to his sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the only person you really have to respect in this world, and you could never lose respect for that person, is your mom. You know what I'm saying. So he yes. could respect for me if he wants to. I hope he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but his mother—that's one person he's always has to respect. He always has to love because again, she carried him for nine months. He's not going to be here because you know, if she—if she wasn't here, and you know everything else, you know if you love moms and you respect moms, you're you're really going to have respect for everybody else. Yeah, you know? no, that's that where is, it starts. I mean, not even to generalize, but you look at a lot of kids nowadays is. They talk to their moms. They talk to parents, but especially moms. They talk to them any kind of way, and then it translates to when they talk to other people. If you don't have that respect for your parents, you're not gonna have the respect for a coach, a stranger, a neighbor. That is 100% a hundred percent
1: true. 100%. A girlfriend,
0: boyfriend, whoever it is, you're not gonna have the same kind of respect. So it starts with respected moms. You get what I'm saying? You respect moms because you know we all, especially us men, like that's that's your first love. Like you love your mother, like. More than anything. And Mm -hmm. I'm gonna reference the little video of the 14 year old who just act, you know, he he, in Chicago, he killed the the guy who punched his mom in his face. You know what I'm saying? I don't condone violence, but if my wife and my son were in that position, I want him to do the same thing. Yeah, that's one person you must protect. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna protect her and then figure everything else, everything else out later but don't yeah, let nobody sure. else disrespect mom so that starts with you if you don't want nobody else to disrespect your household your mom respect your household respect your mom and once you do that you're going to everybody else is going to respect that and then everybody else now is going to get respect from you because you know you have that upbringing so
1: yeah they're going to yeah. in line or they ain't going to be in your life that's it exactly if they can't respect their parents or whatever man that that's not even somebody you need to be around cuz they ain't really got no respect for you yeah. You just stay in the presence. That's it.
0: Yeah, right. no doubt. Like I said, you know, and 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 you know, I'll just tell them straight, stay true to yourself, man. Make your own decisions. You know, if you need me, I'm here, I'm always gonna be there. But I'm gonna let you make your 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 decisions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not living in my shadows. You know what I'm saying? You create your own lane and I'm just gonna be there as a god.
1: Yeah, and you know, that starts from now too. Like I said, I, I let I let my kids do what they need to do he want to do flips and do all that all right dude like you know sometimes he hurt himself get back up and go ahead and move it on right like we you still have that tough love but again like you said we'll have to make their decisions we'll give them directions and we'll we'll mold them over time it's not like right away um like if you look at us we was molded over time like we wasn't always professionals right we wasn't always good men like we did dirt we did right. things that needed to be done to get on to the next movement that in our life that we needed to do so it's, it's going to be the same for our kids even though we can give them everything we want we give them all the time all the love all the money it's still going to be something they're going to do it's gonna like god damn they did it <laughs>
0: yeah, no, so no I yep. love them through it constant growth man just giving these kids that time Um, pouring that good you know good old morals into them Um, you know and hopefully like I said our kids be that spark for change in society and we could be old men sitting around being like you know what we did it we raised some good kids raised some good men raised some good women Um, and society is better because of them but you know to wrap this up man uh, like like my man Lenjo always says man fatherhood matters black fathers matter All fathers matter. I mean, we just got to keep being fathers, keep being there. I know there's a lot of things going on that could limit you from not being present, but fight for it. You know what I'm saying? Fight to be present. Fight to be there. Um, We're not with no deadbeats. If you're a deadbeat, I'm telling you. I'm probably, i I probably don't even talk to you because I've always been like that. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and we ain't, we ain't with and, it. <laughs> and, and, and you know, my father could attest to one because I don't even talk to him. You know, what I'm saying so. He, it is what it is. If you're a deadbeat, you were, you chose not to be there. That's on you. I can't. You know, I can't. I can't tell a grown man what to do. But I could tell myself that. that I'm not gonna associate with that grown man. So. That's just how it is. And keep it moving. Life goes on, man. I got my own kids to raise. And I mean, the world is better with me being a great father. Yeah, man. Like
1: I did all that all the way. Um again, we know there's a lot of men out here that, you know, that is fighting. They got spiteful baby mamas and gotta go through. I think I seen a video, man. I know we're wrapping up, but I think I seen a video on instagram you know a dad never really was around but he came around on his son's birthday and they're having a birthday party and a stepdad was like oh he calls me dad you ain't coming in this birthday I mean, like i've seen that, I seen that you know like that's another black man that yeah. probably didn't have a another father to raise him and he doesn't know the right things but you know hey sometimes as we know it like you said like damn my dad showed up on my graduation it's still a special moment, right? Yeah, no we doubt. Forget and forgive is a special moment. No doubt. So I think some of these parents are robbing these kids of their special moment with their biological or with, you know, or whatever. So again, like you said, man, all the men out there, that's definitely going through something, keep fighting. you know, hopefully the world take a, a crazy turn where the cards stack up in your favor. You know, we all rooting for you. And I think that's one thing as men that we got to do is, you know, give other men affirmation and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. give them their give them their cards and their flowers while they're here, man. Because some of us trying, some of them trying, some of them ain't got it lucky. Like we got two strong women. Like you got a strong woman, I got a strong woman. They the oh. glue the, they the glue to the household. No some doubt. of these men, they don't got they it. Got babies, with women ain't as strong. That that's just you know, on a different level. So
0: Social media attention seekers.
1: Yeah, so, you know, hopefully uh, they keep fighting and don't give up on them because them kids going to need them, even if it's 30, 40 years down the road. It's never too late.
0: No, nah, it's never too late, man. Fatherhood matters. Those kids need you. All my brothers out there, man, y'all keep being strong. Fight for them kids. Be in those kids' lives. Give them that time. I mean, that's how those kids receive love. They look at love as time spent. Your job is going to be there forever. Um, even if you get fired from one, you're going to have another one. But you only have one kid that's your first or your second or your third. So you can't replace them. Um, but, man, let's wrap it, it up. There, man. man. We're going to try to be consistent. Um, but, you know, thank you all for rocking with us, you know, as we figure this thing out. And we're going to grow together. It's the Straight Fact Podcast. We're signing off. Thank you.